welcome to Getting to Good Enough, a podcast to help you let go of perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. I'm Shannon Wilkinson, a life coach in Portland, Oregon. I'm a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough. And I'm Janine Adams, a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. And today we're talking about uh, what to do when you have that urge to shop. Hey, Shannon, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm really good too. That's excellent. Yes. Um, I have been doing more online shopping in the last few months than I think I ever have in my life. Is it because of the <laughs> pandemic or is it, and you can't shop in person or is it you're shopping more? Buy more stuff. Uh, um, it's, it's mostly because I can't shop. I'm not a shopper anyway. I used to be a shopper, but I'm no longer a shopper. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's that uh, it it all start. It was I blame it on Black Friday. Oh, why why is that? Because I got all these really targeted ads. Oh. <laughs> and so you and just, so the, you clicked the com- on them. Yeah, oh. the combination of um, like needing some new clothes and not wanting to go anywhere, and really targeted ads and excellent deals Mm, that's a potent combination it is yeah Yeah. and so um that that's what started me down the path (laughs) are you trying to get off the path yeah yeah well that's good yeah well and and i think you know one of the things that is really helping is to just be more thoughtful and um, create a little space between the ad because man I know you don't spend a lot of time on Instagram but Instagram ads are so well targeted (laughs) (laughs) they're irresistible Um, huh yeah but one of the things I've been doing is um uh no no clicking through and buying actually in instagram because it like opens up a window but you stay in instagram Mm -hmm. so if i if there's something i want to look at while i'm on instagram i have to get out of instagram go to the website this is a little rule that you've set for yourself yes yes yeah i I understand yeah so it just creates enough space that my um the thinking part of my brain can show up for the party (laughs) (laughs) well also i i do that with facebook ads every now and then they put they're not as good at targeting me i don't think but um i go away from facebook to access them because i don't want to give them more fodder for throwing the same ad in front of me and stuff. It seems like I don't want to, right. like I'm like I'm really tricking them. Um, but <laughs> but that's good. You built this space and you're maybe a little less likely to impulsively purchase. Yes. Yes. 
you get out of that magical Instagram land. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Where everything is designed just for you. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, I, uh, it's funny because I, well, I was going to say I literally haven't bought any clothes since the pandemic started. But of course, that's not true because I have my wool and dress. But I haven't bought any. <laughs> you have bought one dress. That well, you've worn since it showed up at your house. <laughs> That's right. I think today is day 80. But, wow. Um, the, I did buy some three pairs of tights to go with oh. the dress. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I haven't bought any clothes. Um, but it's only because of the pandemic. If it, if it weren't for the pandemic, I would have been trying to... I would have thought of all sorts of things I could wear with this dress and want to go to my favorite resale shop and buy them. But... I haven't done that yet. And I've done just fine without, I mean, shopping in my basement or in my closet um, for stuff to wear with this dress has been uh, fantastic. Yeah. um, yeah. I think that's another great way to um, ease the urge is to, if there's something that catches your eye, look and see if you might have something that, that serves the same purpose. Yeah, think about if it's clothing, think about your what you own in it, maybe in a different way. I know that, that, you know, sometimes you buy things to go with a certain outfit, for example. You right. never think of it as going with anything else, but it might. Or I, um, thanks to this dress, do you, do you remember my hand-knit skirt? Yes. Yes, the one that I had to grow into. Yes. Um, <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> yes, thank you. It's definitely the silver lining. Um but I wore it with the dress the other day. Oh, you did? Uh-huh, and I wore I wore the dress, I tied the pockets, so the uh-huh. dress became a top, and then I had my skirt, and it made me so happy. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, it was really cute. I'll have to send you a picture. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, shopping in your own home. And when I left the skirt out as available, um, when I went through my closet to only those things that would go with my dress, I never dreamt I could wear the skirt with the dress. But I left, I kept it in the closet in case I was desperate to wear something different. Oh, uh huh. <laughs> like I was giving myself the the um, ability to stray if, if so I didn't feel so shackled, I guess. Right. But anyway, I got to have my cake and eat it too. Ah. So yeah. So yeah, shopping from your closet is um, really great, and we do this with clients in, in organizing all the time. Like we don't yes. discard storage solutions that haven't historically haven't worked in case we can make them work. Right. And it and that makes me think that, you know, so many of the things that that give me that, oh my gosh, that's the perfect thing. They're like very sort of specific. I'm thinking of like single use kitchen tools. Mm-hmm. I mean, those aren't the things that are showing up in my feed, but you know, they give you that sort of feeling like, oh, this is that perfect thing to solve this one problem that I've been having forever and it will change my life and make it so much better. And it's, you know, like, I don't know, a file folder or something. Yeah, yeah the, the container store sells, well, they have like different themes of things, but right, I had to go in there the other day and they had this whole display of these single use kitchen things. <laughs> like solving problems I didn't know I had. And the thing that stopped me, because I'm a total sucker for that stuff, yeah. the thing that stops me from buying them is the mockery I will get when I come home to my chef husband who says, yes. no, we don't need that. <laughs> but every now and then I'll see something in one of my clients' houses. For example, a, um, there's this garlic chopper that is like little, it's round, it's like a Volkswagen bug-looking thing that it's on uh-huh. wheels that you 
you you um, rev the wheels, you make it go in the wheels, oh, uh-huh. and then it chops. And I, I laughed at it when I saw it in my client's house. Yeah. And she's like, no, this is the greatest, Janine, trust me. <laughs> and so I bought one, and it is. And they did have that on that display. Um, oh, my God. I didn't have to buy another one. But um, every now and then they're great. But it's so easy to fall prey to that stuff. And that stuff yes. always goes right to goodwill in my life because, you know, I don't really need it. You just have to not... It's it's hard. It's a muscle to exercise of, of right. resisting those temptations. Right. Well, and I and I think that points to sort of a deeper thing of when when you have that urge to get something, what's the deeper need that you're trying to satisfy? Yeah, like it might it be what to f- feel smart? Is that one? Yeah, like, you know, it'll make you feel smart and accomplished, or it could make you feel organized, or it could make you feel like you're on top of your life, or it could make you feel like, you know, you're accomplishing your to-do list that feels like it's overwhelming all the time. You know, there's like a lot of different things Mm -hmm. that that you might, like a lot of different um, sort of qualities that you might be seeking that that thing feels like it will give you yeah 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 lots of times when we're decluttering we you know so i get to see a lot of people's clutter and and yeah a lot of times you see aspirations there yes it's just a whole and letting go of the aspiration is a big deal right sometimes not always yeah it can be mm-hmm. well so to even prevent the stuff from coming in if you see something like that um you know, like you see this single use kitchen item, and it seems like the perfect thing that will, you know, turn you into a gourmet chef. Mm-hmm. Um, then ask yourself, like, what is that feeling that I would get if that happened? It's like, well, you know, I would feel accomplished, and I would, I would feel like I could, you know, feed my family. Like, I'd be really great at feeding my family. And then just try feeling that. And, like, what if you just took that on? Like, I am great at feeding my family. Do, do, you, need, do you need that? Do you still need that thing? Right. Yeah. Are you, are you, already, are, you already probably are feeding your family. Yeah. <laughs> you feel, feel good about that. Right. Yeah. That's, that's great. That's great. And, of course, um, we have the secret weapon, right, that stops us sometimes from shopping. And that being, why nab? You need a budget. <laughs> yes, it is so amazing. It's, it's the gift that keeps on giving. It's even so though true. It's the gift to myself that keeps on giving. <laughs> right, yeah. And so if you have set aside $50 for clothes a month, let's say, if you have $50 in your budget and you see a $45 item, that's an easy, that's easy to think, okay, yeah. I really like that, I'll buy it. I have room to store it, it'll make me feel great, I need that little treat. But if you look at your budget and you have $10 in there, then mm-hmm. it, it helps you press pause. Yes, yeah, because if you, if you still wanna get that item, then you have to take that money from somewhere else right um to put it in the budget for clothing and so you know do do you want that item or do you want 
to save money for your child's education or a vacation. <laughs> vacation. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's actually, I think I've shared this story before, that that's how I originally got Mike on board with YNAB is he had made the comment about our friends were um, taking the whole family to um, Europe on vacation. And he said, I wish, I wish we could take the kids to Europe. I was like, well, we could. We would just have to choose to spend our money differently. He's like, what do you mean? <laughs> and so we started looking at it. And, you know, if we stopped with the 50 bucks here, 50 bucks there, in, you know, uh, I think it was maybe a year and a half, we had enough money to take the whole family to Europe. Wow. And you had this great tool to track it. Yes. Which kept you going. Yes. In, in the, yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, it became like, oh, here's this really awesome uh, Achilles heel stretcher thing that I need to stretch out my foot. Do I want that? Or do I want to put that $50 into the bucket to go to Europe? Right. <laughs> And it's like, I can stand on the corner of the steps and stretch my Achilles. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It really is very effective at helping make really smart decisions about spending. And that's, and once you get into the habit of checking your budget before you spend, Mm -hmm. then you get that pause, right? That pause is so important when it comes to impulse buying. Right. I just saw in my Facebook feed yesterday were $130 slippers. And I was sorely tempted. (laughs) They looked really great. (laughs) And and I was looking at my budget that stopped me from buying $130 slippers. Oh, my gosh. The other thing that's sort of interesting is then let's say that you had it in your budget. And you're like, I have $130 and I can spend $130 on these slippers. But now that I've decided I have $130 to spend, is this how I want to spend it? Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, it's so, it's so, it's so life-changing, this thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so happy about it. Yeah. So, like you just said, it's to to stop shopping, it's really about creating that space so that you can think clearly about, you know, what it is, what you're seeking, what problem you're trying to solve, what you're trying to feel. um, And if there's um, some other way for you to accomplish that, that doesn't take money out of your budget or bring more stuff into your home. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, and, and I always, when I give talks about clutter and stuff, I always talk about really pausing and thinking about if you have room for this item before mm-hmm. you buy. I mean, I think yeah. that's it. For some people, that's a really important consideration because yeah. it can ab- absolutely cause a problem. I mean, I'm thinking about folks I see, I've seen whose homes are filled with um, QVC boxes. I mean, you know, those... Right. Those 
I'm not. I have seen these shopping networks, and yes. they really do a lot of a bang up job of building in this false urgency and need. Yeah, those are just a whole study in psychology of sales. Mm-hmm. I mean, they use everything to mm-hmm. get you yeah. um, to buy. Yeah, yeah. So I, when I identify folks for whom you know, when I'm talking to people, I'm in their homes and there's a lot of clutter and they're working toward letting go of stuff. I, I always suggest they just don't expose themselves to the temptation. So, right. you know, don't watch those shopping networks. Don't go to the art sales or the estate sales or perhaps get off Instagram. That would be the new thing to say. I yeah. haven't had to say that yet. But. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you know, for like, what was it? The first six months of the pandemic, um, I didn't go anywhere, so I didn't spend any money. Mm-hmm. I didn't buy anything. Um, so, you know, that works. But then if it shows up in the palm of your hand, you literally, to, yeah, <laughs> then you need to uh, think about things in a different way. Yeah. But I was thinking about that idea of, you know, whether or not to bring something into your home. And, and for people who've been listening for a while they know I have a graphic t-shirt collection (laughs) and um, I have a space that a drawer for my t-shirts and when it's full it's full and so if I get a new t-shirt I have to decide to get rid of one so then the choice becomes when I see a t-shirt I'm like oh I love this shirt and that might be enough to get me to buy it but if I go the next step and say oh I love this shirt do I love it more than at least one other shirt I already own? Mm-hmm. And, you know, because it's got to be a one in, one out thing. And then, so sometimes I do, and and a lot of times I don't. Um, it's great that you're sticking to that commitment, because that's, I mean, it's, it's a, something that's really effective, and yeah. not everyone sticks to it. But I wonder whether it's just easier to, to not buy that new one than to think about having to go through your drawer and pick out the one that you're going <laughs> to replace. In most cases, that's exactly it. Yeah. Because uh-huh. <laughs> there is, I can't remember what that's called, but it's a, um, uh, there's something, it's the, um, it's not like sunk cost, but it's, harder to get rid of something you already have than to choose to get something new oh oh that's a real thing i I should know yeah that that. is a real thing it's like i think it's in um uh behavioral economics Mm -hmm. i think it's a you know one of the things that they talk about in behavioral economics yeah, I'm sure that it has a name that I can't remember. Well, it makes perfect sense to it. me. I would, I yeah. would find the process of having of going through my graphic T-shirts and picking out the one I'm going to reject to be really kind of hard. <laughs> so. Yeah, but I love them all. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, I think that's some some good ways to give yourself some space. And um, if shopping has, if you're doing more shopping than you would like to. And also, there's nothing wrong with shopping if it, if you have the money to spend, if to choose, you're choosing to spend the money the way you want to, if you have the space and it's not a problem. 
And, you know, if it's not a problem, it's not a problem. Right. Yeah, it's not like, you know, all shopping is evil. Right. It's just that um, for many of us, it's a problem in some way. <laughs> or it can become can. a problem in some way. Right. So we want to hear from you. How do you handle that urge to impulse buy? You can let us know on the show notes at gettingtogoodenough.com. You can leave us a message. We love to hear your voices at 413-424-GTGE. That's 4843. You can um, head over to social media, just as long as you avoid the ads. (laughs) And on Facebook and Instagram, we're at Getting to Good Enough. And on Twitter, we're at GTG Enough. And for now, this is Shannon Wilkinson in Portland, Oregon. And Janine Adams in St. Louis, Missouri. And we hope that good enough is getting easier for you. That whole conversation made me want to declutter. Oh, good. I was afraid you were going to say it made you want to go shopping. (laughs) (laughs) No, thank goodness.